praise the Lord, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Amen. We're back again with another episode of the Text 10 Podcast, and I'm so grateful for every listener that has joined in on the Text 10 Podcast. I'm grateful for you. Amen. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a quote that changed my life forever. It was about four years ago, and ever since that I heard that quote, it changed my life. It has helped me become a better person. So I want to share it with you today. Hey, man, if you enjoy the episode, please share it with your friends, your family, whoever it may be. Amen. And let's go ahead and cue off the intro. Greetings and salutations, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I would like to thank you for joining in on today's episode. Again, I am your host, Kayla McGrew, and this is the Text 10 Podcast. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day. We're back again with another episode, and I believe this is going to be a powerful one because it was just a few short years ago, maybe about four years ago, I was at a conference called Because of the Times. And it's a very powerful conference. You can find Because of the Times messages available on YouTube if you're interested. Um, But this is a powerful quote I heard while I was there. It was a lady, a powerful woman of God by the name of Vesta Mangan. If you do not know who she is, look her up. She's a very powerful lady, a very powerful woman of God. So I would encourage you to look her up. But I remember during the sessions that she was speaking at, she said this quote that ultimately changed the dynamics of my life because I now had understanding of it and the power of it. She said, every day we go without prayer and reading the word of God, we give our day to the devil. That every time I read that, that that quote echoes in my ear all the time. So I'm going to read it again. Every day we go without prayer and reading the word of God. We give our day to the devil. Jesus, I ask, Lord, that you will bless this devotional in Jesus' name. When I heard this quote, it's almost, I remember having the mindset, well, now I've heard it, now I have to obey it because now I'm responsible for being obedient to it. Now, if you know anything about Vesta Mangan, Sister Vesta Mangan, you know anything about her, she's a woman of prayer. Her, her husband, their family, their church of the Pentecostals of Alexandria, they're powerful people. They believe in prayer, and I believe in prayer. And my pastor believes in prayer. And so prayer is an essential part of our daily walk with God. And also reading the word is very important. But when she said this quote, it made me realize how important that if we go without it, we really do give our day to the devil. But let's not just talk about giving our day to the devil. We just want to talk about for a few moments the importance of prayer and reading the word of God so that we can avoid 
giving our day to the devil. So let's start with prayer. Prayer, I believe, is the most powerful key that we have here on earth besides the word of God. It is our connection with God. Prayer will ultimately help you build a relationship with Jesus Christ. There's a quote I hear all the time, and it is very true. It may not be biblical in a sense, but it is very true. A prayerless life is a powerless life. Prayer connects you with Jesus. Each and every day you pray, it is connecting you with Jesus, whether it may feel powerful, whether it may not feel powerful, or it may feel like your prayers are just hitting the ceiling and God is not answering your prayers. Your prayers is still powerful. Your prayers builds that connection with God. And that's what Jesus wants. Jesus doesn't reign here on earth physically, but he is here spiritually. He's omnipresent all places at all times. So you can pray to Jesus at any time of the day, not just in your prayer room. And if you do not have a prayer room, that is actually a biblical teaching that you have a prayer closet that you go somewhere and it's a specific place that you meet with God. And so I will encourage you if you do not have a prayer prayer closet or a prayer place or a prayer space, get you one, create you one. Have that moment where you know that when I go to this room or when I step into this place, I'm going to connect with God. I'm going to commune with him. It is a place that is set aside for me and God alone. And so anything really can happen when a person is praying. Anything. I would like to read a few scriptures that kind of like gives us some insight um, and just give us some kind of direction of what prayer can do. Psalms 37 and 23 says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. Again, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And building a relationship with Jesus is just like building a relationship with a person who starts off as an introduction then you guys get to know each other. Then you guys become friends, become best friends, such and such. That's how all of our friends start off. Nobody starts off at the best friend level. Nobody starts off as husband and wife. But they start off by getting to know each other and building a relationship. And that's exactly how Jesus is. He wants us. He started the relationship pattern. He wants us to have a relationship with him. So. When you have a relationship with God, you tend to know his voice whenever he speaks back to you. Because, again, prayer is not a one way street, but a two way street. So when you pray, you're talking to God. And then sometimes if we just learn to just hush a little bit in prayer, God will speak to us and he will speak to our spirits because that's how a relationship works. If you're doing all the talking, God can't talk to you. But sometimes we just need to hear God talk to us. And then sometimes we need to go to him and talk. Sometimes we need to get some things off our chest. My life is so much better when I pray. And I'm talking about myself. My life is so much better when I pray. It doesn't matter if I'm having a great day, a bad day, a horrible day. The worst thing could happen in my day. But if I'm praying I am reminded that God is still in control no matter what happens throughout my day. But in me, in my personal life, 
when I do not pray, I feel the effects of not praying. Here are the effects that I feel. And here's something that we're all going to feel if we do not pray. Let's go to James 4 and 7. It says, submit yourselves, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Amen. When we pray, we submit ourselves to God. Satan will flee from us. We must take a stand. Whenever we pray, we're energized. Jesus gives us the strength, the fight against the battles that we face each and every day because Satan walks around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And you want to know the people he targets? He targets the people that have a prayer life, but then are not and they're not. What's the word I'm looking for? They're not proficient in their prayer life. They're not consistent in their prayer life. They're not always engaging in prayer. Satan is looking for a moment for you to slip up. And that's when he comes in seeking whom he may devour. Again, a prayerless life is a powerless life. You cannot beat Satan. You cannot defeat the temptations that you face when you do not pray. Because here, here's another aspect of prayer that I want to talk about here. Because we cannot win the battle with our flesh if we do not pray. Romans 8 and 7, here's where I draw this point from. And I'm reading from the Good News Translation. And it says, and so people become enemies of God when they are controlled by their sinful human nature. For they do not obey the laws of God. And in fact, can they cannot obey it. So what is it saying here? If we live by our flesh and if we don't pray and give and just get rid of our flesh and say our flesh is not going to be in control of our day. That's how Satan gets control of our day, because we're allowing our flesh to live. And, if I, and again, our fleshly nature is an enemy against God. Remember that your fleshly nature always is going to fight against God. So when you don't pray and don't give your flesh and don't kill this flesh, as the Bible tells us, or mortify the flesh and the deeds of this body, when we don't get rid of it, it's alive. So when it's alive, we're not going to have the fight and the drive to obey the word of God and to listen to God. That is an everyday battle that we have to face. We have to deal with this flesh each and every day. You have to deal with it. I have to deal with it. And if our flesh is not in control or if our flesh is not under subjection, our flesh is going to be in control of our life. So that's why that quote is so powerful when she said, if we go without prayer, we give our day to the devil, because now we're saying that, God, I'm trusting in my way, not trusting in the God that says that he is the way. Jesus will direct us. He will order our steps. But we have got to come to a place where we got to say, God, I trust you. I don't put my trust in my flesh, though I may have knowledge and though I may know a few things. God, I'm not like you. You know all things. You're omniscient. You're all knowing. So, you know what what dangers our flesh can do. So we got to come to a place where we do not allow our flesh to be in control each and every day, because I guarantee you 
the day that our flesh is in control, that's the day that we make mistakes. When we sin, that's because our flesh is in control. So just think about that. Let's move on to the next portion. Prayer is so key. We got to talk about prayer. We we have to develop a prayer life. And we're going to move on to the next point, but I cannot stress how much how important prayer, daily prayer, getting up in the morning and praying and communing with God. How important that is. If you have a job and you have to go in at eight or that's for me, I'm speaking to myself. I have to I have a job. I go in at eight every morning. So I have to make that sacrifice to get up in the morning and pray, whether it's an hour, 15. I I do strive for an hour plus, but sometimes I may wake up late. Sometimes I let my flesh be in control and I hit the snooze button. I I believe I have an amen that can agree with me there. But if I allow my flesh to be in control, I'm not going to get up and pray. I'm not going to get up and give myself to God. I'm not going to get up and read my word. I'm not going to commit my life to the Lord. So I'm allowing myself to win. I'm allowing my flesh to win that battle. And this is the last thing I'm going to say, and then we're going to move on. There was a quote by a powerful preacher by the name of Joe Campatella. He says, if we do not fight and win the battle of prayer each and every morning, we're going to face 100 battles that we should have got rid of in prayer. We're going to face battles that weren't even in our direction if we would have just fought to pray. That's something I want to leave with us today. Next point, talking about reading the word and applying our word, applying the word of God into our lives. Psalms 119 and 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I don't know about you. You may be more spiritual than me. I don't know. But when I wake up, I have a thought or a plan on how my day is going to go. But I really don't know how my day is really going to go. I don't know what I'm going to encounter. I don't know what battles I'm going to face. But the Bible says the word is a lamp unto my feet. So every step I take, if I'm if I'm leaning on his word, if I'm trusting in his word, it's going to give me direction for my daily um, task that I have to do. And also it's going to give me light unto the path, which may lead to eternity. It's going to give me light maybe throughout my week or throughout my month or throughout my year or throughout my life that is here on earth. His word gives us direction. His word teaches me how to live. If we desire to please God almighty, the word of God must be applied to our lives. It must be applied to our lives. These are the two things that you're going to face each and every day. Temptation not to pray and a temptation not to read your word. Satan is aware if you have those two elements in your life, you are more powerful than he will ever be. Because the word is final. The word is Jesus Christ himself. I love that. I love preaching about how Jesus is the word manifested in flesh. I love that. (laughs) The word became flesh and dwelt among us is in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. He is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. 
He, I promise you, his word would direct us from the beginning of our life to the end of our life. And his word is being played out through the times that we're living in now because his word is true. The Bible says, let every man be a liar and let God be true. So his word is true no matter what the enemy says. His word is true each and every day of our lives, whether we feel like reading or we don't. When you pick up the word of God, look, there's a powerful quote that I'm leave with you when it comes to reading the word. I believe it was said by Brother Wayne Huntley. It says the Bible is the only book that you pick up and read by an author and the author reads it with you. When you read the word of God, Jesus Christ is right there with you. He's there to teach you. He's there to guide you. He's there to give you direction. He's there to help you whenever you face temptations. There are scriptures in the Bible that will help you become a better person, help you become or stay. It'll help you stay away from the person you used to be. Amen. I got a testimony, but I got to continue to fight each and every day to make sure that my past life doesn't resurrect. So that's why prayer and reading the word, I understand the word teaches me. It's a leader, it's a guider. The Bible says he's the wonderful counselor. Jesus wants to counsel us on how to become a better person, counsel us on how to be what he has called us to be. And he wants us to be perfected. The Bible says it, I want to say it's in Colossians 2 and 10. I may be wrong, but don't quote me. But it says we are complete in him. But if that's not in Colossians 10 or Colossians 2 and 10, just look it up. It'll, it'll pop up. I don't get everything right. But we are complete in him. So when we have the word of God in our lives, which is unfallible, infallible word of God. It is perfect. It is flawless. It is pure. The word of God is pure. As the Bible says, when we have the word of God in our lives and we have prayer connecting ourselves to Jesus, connecting ourselves to the one who saved us, the one who loves us, the one who died for us, the one he wants us to be in heaven with him. When we do that, we set ourselves up for success, eternal success by obeying his word. We find out the plan of salvation in his word. There's not multiple plans of salvation. It's only one plan. There's only one way, one truth, and only true life is found in Jesus Christ. Don't believe the lie that there are multiple ways to be saved. Don't believe the lie that you can get to God multiple different. Look, we got to go through Jesus. We got to come through Jesus, and he is God manifested in flesh. He is God Almighty, and we have to pray and connect with him. Don't believe the lie that you think that you can go without prayer, that you can go without the word of God it is a lie from hell it is a lie that Satan would love for us to believe and Christians believe that it is so sad but Christians believe that that we can go without God living for God living for God is the most important thing you can do each and every day that you wake up every day Jesus gives you breath every day he gives you the strength and we we owe our lives to him we owe everything to Jesus. So that quote that Vesta Mangan said years ago, it still sticks with me today. Because when I don't pray, I feel the effects of my flesh being in control. I'm not good at making good decisions. 
sometimes reading the Bible may become uh, just a task I have to do. Reading the Bible may seem like, oh, it's not that important. I, I'm good off yesterday's word or I'm good off yesterday's prayer. My flesh would tell me that my, when I wake up, sometimes they don't even have to be the devil. Sometimes our flesh would say, you know, you ain't got to pray. You would feel that, oh, I can make it without prayer. I know I got an amen in the house because I know we all deal with flesh. Ain't nobody perfect out here. And if you are, you must be God. But I know we're not. Nobody's perfect out here. So resist the temptation that you face each and every day to go without prayer and the word of God. You will feel the effects if you go without it. You will you will give your day to the devil, even if you believe it or you don't, because Satan would then try to rule your life because now you don't have the one who rules and reigns over all things ruling your life. You now say, I got my life. I'm in control. And so what does Satan do? He swoops right in. I'm not saying I'm not saying this to discourage us. I'm saying this to encourage us that we need the word of God to be applied each and every day of our lives. We need prayer each and every day in our lives. And it does not need to just be whenever we pray in the morning, though it is good to have a specific time to meet with God. It prayer is a lifestyle. It's something that you do throughout your day. I want to encourage you to try that this week. As you pray, I want you to I want to encourage you to try that to pray to God throughout your day because he is there. Remember, he's omnipresent. He's there with you on your job. He's there with you at your house. He's there with you wherever you may be. He's with you at Walmart. <laughs> he's with you every time, every day you do something. He is with you. But you got whenever you pray, you acknowledge that, hey, I know that Jesus is here with me. So I just want to leave you with that encouragement. Every day that we go without prayer and go without reading our word, we inherently give our day to the devil. But I, I want to share this with you because it has stuck with me from four years ago or four or five years ago. And it is still with me today. So I believe if we apply this to our daily lives, we can make better decisions. We can become a better person and also we'll prepare ourselves for eternity. Hey Amen. I would like to thank you again for joining in on today's devotional. It has been a blessed one. And I would like to thank you again for joining in on the Text 10 podcast. Hey Amen. I pray this word has encouraged you. Hey Amen. If it has encouraged you. Feel free to share it with somebody. Amen. Amen. Give us a review. Give us five stars or whatever stars you may want to give. Amen. I pray this has blessed you. Amen. I hope you have a wonderful day. And always remember that you are blessed. Amen. Have a great day in Jesus name.